welcome to Mama's Village Podcast, Arrows. You guys, I am so excited about this podcast. Psalm 127.4 says, like arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior, so are children in one's youth. We are mighty warriors, parents, and our children are arrows. They are our assignment, and our assignment is to make sure they are pointed in the right direction, the direction that God has for them. They are not ours. They are God's. And so it is so important that we're able to connect biblical principles and the Bible with everyday life. And that's what I'm going to aim to do with this podcast. Now, you're probably going to hear my children in the background, and it will be authentic, and I will make sure that I keep it real with you guys and down to earth, but I want to minister to you, encourage you today, and I just want this to be a time where you learn and you grow, you're encouraged, and you are strengthened And you can become mighty warriors that are able to point your kids and have tools to point your kids in the right direction and the way that they should go. Hello, hello, wonderful mamas. I am so excited that you joined this episode today. Today, we will be talking about how it is not what your child does that's important, but it is how you respond that is important. And so, guys, it is so important that we understand that children are children, (laughs) And that they are going to be foolish like what the Bible says. They are going to have a sinful nature. But it is the way that we respond that is what's important. So if you find yourself shocked sometimes at your child's behavior, then this is the episode for you. So we are going to dive in. Um, All right, guys. So I really I thought about this because... There's so many times that a child will act out and I will see this in passing, see this at the grocery store or see this in my own children and just kind of be like, okay, well, that was normal, but the parent did nothing, (laughs) you know? And like, I think that, you know, we can go on one side of the fence or the other. We can be like, oh, well, that's normal. So whatever. And we can do nothing because it's normal which is a ditch. And then on the other side of it, we can be like so critical of our kids and thinking like what's wrong with our children when they their behavior is actually, actually totally normal and age appropriate, but we just need to discipline them and we just need to do our job now, right? So we're going to kind of jump into this and I'm going to um, pray real quick and then we will start the episode. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for each and every one of these mamas and um, any dads that are listening. I thank you, Jesus, that you just give me wisdom today to um, 
speak your word and to speak as your oracle, to speak to these mamas' hearts, to meet them right where they are, to empower them to be the best parent that they can be for their children that you gave them, Father, and this assignment that you gave us. We do not take it lightly. We take it very seriously, Lord, and um, we just thank you that you lead us and guide us through it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the, um, the first thing that I wanted to talk about is how um, foolishness is bound up in the heart of the child. So in Proverbs 22.15, I'm going to get there Just a second. Getting there. Okay, Full, uh, 22, Proverbs twenty-two, fifteen says, Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. Okay, so there's a but behind that, right? So, okay, I mean, I don't know about you, but definitely for me, especially with my first, not as much with my second, just because I think, I mean, I think my second is a little bit, calmer. (laughs) But I also think that I'm calmer and I am, this is my second time around, right? So um, nothing shocks me like it did with the first. Um, But with the first, I was definitely shocked at times with her behavior, Um, especially when about like two, two and a half, three, four hit. Um, It was, it was just a little shocking at some of the the fits that she threw and how um, just out of out of control she would get. And just thinking, you know, I was never one of those people that just thought, oh, my, my child will never do that. Only because I had been around so many kids prior to having kids. I kind of just knew that kids are going to be kids, right? But when you have your child red-faced screaming at you, you feel like, like, oh my gosh, do I need to like rebuke like a demon out of this child? Like what is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> um, then you do get shocked. Like, oh my gosh, like who are you and why are you acting like this? And you have to remind yourself in those moments that the Bible's not kidding. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Like, think about that. Like, it's bound up. It's in there. And it's bound. And it's it's in there. And then also God says, you know, in Genesis, that we were created with a sinful nature, right? So we, he, they've got things in there that are not godly whatsoever, and they're not saved, right? Like, of course, like, if they are would you know there's an age of accountability and all this stuff but they're not technically saved so they don't have god inside of them like weeding all this stuff out right now it's our job when they're little and so we've just don't let anything shock you you know they they're not demon possessed they're not there's not something wrong with them they don't need medication most of the time like it's just kids they can be crazy like especially when they hit that age where they want something and they want it now and they're going to let you know they want it now the biggest thing and this is a good transition is how you respond when that happens now like I said there's two ditches that you could either 
ignore it because it's normal or you can flip out yourself right like what is wrong with you and yell back at them or whatever you know just freak out yourself or you can do it God's way and go into training mode right and really what God needs us to do is to number one stay calm you have to stay calm you have to keep your emotions at bay and you know what what I tell myself sometimes is like Anna you just take a deep breath and you can let all of this out later but right now you got to deal with the problem you got to deal with this child that needs you to train them and so there's a lot of times where it's a deep breath there's a lot of a lot of praying like in in my mind and inside of me just you know talking to Jesus and asking him what in the world do I do here help me to stay calm help me to respond correctly now when I say stay calm that doesn't mean that I am Mary Poppins and that I am talking with this like nice sweet little voice and everything is okay and it's okay like that's not what I mean by calm. What I mean is controlled. And you might raise your voice, not screaming at them and out of control, but you might raise your voice in full control where they know you're serious and you are dominating the situation and taking control of the situation, but you're not out of control and you're not letting your emotions take over. Because if we've got two, we got a two-year-old or two or three-year-old letting their emotions take over, and then we got the parent letting their emotions take over, then we just have a complete disaster on our hands at that point, and there's no helping anyone, and there's no there's no helping the child, and this situation is going to perpetuate and get worse, right? So we have to stay at peace and in control. Okay. So those are the two things I really want you to glean from that, from this is you have to stay at peace and stay in control. And guys, that comes with, with work. Okay. It doesn't just happen. You don't just say, okay, well, I'm going to stay at peace and I'm going to stay in control. All of a sudden you have to do some background work in order to do that. Okay. So in order to stay at peace and stay calm, you've got to spend some time with the Prince of Peace, right? You have to spend that time with Jesus. You have to be speaking the word out loud. You have to educate yourself on what's normal with with children. Hang out with other moms that that um, also have two and a half, three, four year olds that you can talk to. That you can kind of like, okay, so does your child do that? Okay, okay, good. So that's normal. Okay, you know, or or they don't, and you know, hang out, get some good mom friends, get a good mom group in your area that can, you know, that you can learn from and glean from. Find a mama that's done this and and talk to them. Call them. Like I'm having a hard time. I can't even tell you how many times. I have talked to my friends about what's going on with my kids. I'm very, I try to stay really humble about it and, and everyone really should. You should stay humble about this guys because it's, it's not easy what we're doing and we need help and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It actually means you're a really good mom to reach out for help and to like call another mom and be like, oh my gosh, you would not believe what just happened. I don't know what to do. What, what do you think about this? Has this ever happened to you? Have, you know, what did you do? Is this normal? I don't know what's happening to my child, (laughs) whatever it is, because they'll make you feel normal again. And I'll tell you those three things, my time with Jesus, just spending time with the Prince of Peace, speaking the word out loud, speaking peace out loud, 
And and I'm talking about in times where I don't necessarily need it, okay? I'm talking about spending time with God when I don't necessarily feel like I need that time with God. I'm doing the work prior to. I'm speaking the word even though I don't feel like I need to speak the word at that time. Then when that time comes and my kid's freaking out in the corner screaming at me, all red-faced and you know, I, I'm not sure what to do. That's when God can come in and all that background work is, is, is moving in and I'm able to stay at peace. I'm able to stay calm and in control and I'm able to hear God tell me what to do. Okay. I'm able to know exactly like, okay, this is what the word says. Foolishness is found up in the heart of a child. The rod of correction drives it far away. Okay. I need to go get the rod. <laughs> right? So we can kind of know like, okay, what do we need to do? And that comes with time with the, with the Lord and speaking his word out loud. And also just educating yourself. Like it's not surprising you at that moment because you know, like, no, like this is normal. I talked to so-and-so and she had this happen or, you know, or maybe, Hey, this is happening over and over again. I feel like I'm doing what I need to be doing. I feel like you know, prayed about this, maybe, you know, who can I talk to that might have gone through this before and that might know what to do if this is normal and kind of how to walk me through this? Because it could be that you're making a really big deal out of out of something that's not a big deal, or it could be that you need to address it in a different angle, you know? So that kind of comes from wisdom and getting counsel. It's so important to get counsel from other mamas that know what they're doing or that maybe they just have done this before and or they're walking the same road that you are and maybe they came across that path before and so they know what to do. So just those are really good ways to just keep your calm during that situation, okay? So number one is just knowing that they will... They will act out. They will be foolish, right? Don't ever feel like shocked and not know what to do when your child is, you know, doing something that you've never seen them do before. Um, and then just to keep your calm, which does, I don't mean, I do not mean to, you know, not discipline and not speak sternly at all. Um, I'm, I'm just talking about just staying in control. You can stay in control and also raise your voice at the same time, right? So, and then number three is when that happens, it is time to put on those combat boots and it's time for training. Um, our, our main role, and if you've listened to any of my other podcasts about biblical discipline, um, then you know that if you go through the Bible and any Most of the scriptures that talk about parenting tell you to train your child. They tell you to discipline your child. That is our main job. So it is now time to put on those combat boots and it's time to train. So it's time to put in the work. And And that can be, you know, it's a lot of moms are so, they can get confused and they ask me like, when do you start to discipline? When do you know if they know? As soon as they start to act out, as soon as they start to disobey, that's when you discipline. I don't care if they're one years old. Briella was one when that happened. I think she might have been a little bit younger than one, honestly. I think she was like 10 months old. She knew exactly what she was doing. Like, exactly what she was doing. I think I've told this on a different podcast before, but she knew exactly what she was doing. Inslee was a little bit later. It was like 13 or 14 months 
where she knew what she was doing. It's a lot earlier than some people understand. And I'm not saying you should spank them like, you know, right away when they're, you know, 10 months old, but I'm just saying it is definitely time to discipline. Let them know who's in control. Let them know they are not in control. Don't think it's cute or anything like that. Put on those training boots as soon as you see that disobedience, as soon as you see them know, like you'll see it in their eyes. You'll know like, okay, it just clicked. They are testing me and they want to know what I'm going to do about it. So that's when you move in and you start to discipline and you start to train them at their level, right? And so um, in uh, Proverbs 22, 6, it says that, um, sorry, I'm going there. Train up a child in the way that they should go and in keeping with his individual gift or bent. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And then in Proverbs 23, 13, um, it says, withhold not discipline from your child. For if you strike and punish him with a reed-like rod, he will not die. You shall whip him with a rod and deliver his life from Hades, the place of the dead. So, guys, if this is your first podcast you've ever listened to, I, I do go into detail with all of these scriptures in my um, my gentle parenting uh, versus the Bible. And then also my biblical discipline one, I go into so much detail with all of those. So, if you are kind of like, oh, wow, what does she mean by that? Then, Or what does the Bible mean by that? Then... Listen to those. Those are really good ones to kind of know exactly, you know, what the um, what the meaning behind all of that is. But um, then in Proverbs thirteen twenty four, it says, "He who spares the rod of discipline hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines di- diligently and punishes him early." So I love those two words, disciplines diligently and punishes him early. Okay. So early on we are diligently, um, disciplining. Okay. And we are making sure that as soon as we see that behavior, we're tackling it. We get those combat boots on and we go for it. And guys, I don't care where you're at. Like let's pull them aside, get control. If you're at the store, you got to take the time, take them out to the car, take them to the bathroom, do whatever you need to do to get control of your child. Do not just slough it off like it's no big deal over and over and over again. The more you do that, the harder it's going to be later on. Okay, so the earlier you can catch this behavior, the better. And the earlier that you can start to discipline and show them that there is a consequence to their actions, the better. Okay, so it's so much more about how we respond to our children than it is about what they are doing. Don't worry so much about the what. Worry about you being consistent and how you are responding to that behavior because what they're doing more than likely is very normal, but the way you're responding is probably what needs the tweaking. And then their behavior is going to change over time. It's not just going to happen overnight. Like I I have a podcast that says it's not working. I think it's actually the first one that came out. But it's, it doesn't, it's not just, hey, I, I, I spanked him. Like, why isn't it working? I put him in timeout. I gave him the consequence. Why are they still doing it? Well, it takes time. Discipline is like 
going to be a whole season. You're going to have an entire season of discipline. It's not just, oh, well, I did it one time. Well, spanking doesn't work then. And this isn't working. It is so important that you understand that these are investments. These are small investments you're making in your child. And how you respond to them when they are disobedient or they are disrespectful is the so so important it's the number one thing that is going to make a difference every child is going to have discipline problems but the ones that are set apart that are are the obedient ones that you see in school that are actually following the rules and doing all the things those parents put in a lot of work I'm going to tell you that right now. Now, of course, there are different temperaments. Of course, there are different bents and temperaments that all children have. And some children are much more difficult to um, discipline and train than others. And that's just how it is. But if God gave you a child that's that's hard to to train, then he's equipped you with what you need to train them. And he believes in you and he thinks you can do this. He gave them to you, right? So he, he knows you can do this. It's just a matter of you are just going to have to put in more work maybe than someone else that had a much more calm child. And that's okay. That means that your child is worth, worth all that work because they probably have something pretty amazing that God has for them. And they're going to need all of that determination to get to where God needs them to be in their calling. Okay, so just keep on thinking that long-term thing like, God, I know you have an amazing calling for my child and they're going to need all this determination for it. So you've equipped me with everything I need to do what I need to do with my child. But those children that are obeying and that you see the grocery store that are nice and calm and, you know, (laughs) walking along with their parents that, you know, are like six, seven, eight that are not wild and all over the place, those parents put a lot of work into them. When you see those six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds that are just, you know, obedient, they quickly obey, they, they serve their parents, they are easily, their parents can easily tell them to stop doing something and they easily stop. That was not overnight. That happened over a lot of time and I guarantee you that that child has had plenty of times where they acted absolutely insane when they were younger and their parents put in that discipline and put in that work and put in that training and now they're seeing some of the fruits of that and of course there's you know all kinds of different valleys and and um, things that they'll go through from there but whenever it comes to that young age of just um, this behavior that you see out of nowhere, especially when you're a first time mom and you're just like, whoa, what's happening? That is, um, that's, that's where it's just, it's just time. It's just time to discipline. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Like all kids are going to go through things. They're going to go through stages. Um, but how you respond is just so important. If, um, you know, I, I just have seen like the other day, I, witnessed um a little boy being a boy but his mom asked him to get off an ipad and he turns around and just hits her and mama pretty much ignored it and you know it was just like these little punches and hitting and all that but y'all that you don't ignore that behavior it's not the child's fault that he's doing that it's the mama's fault the mama needs to respond to that 
the mama needs to turn around and very, very <laughs> firmly tell them to never hit them and that that's a yes ma'am and not a, you know, hitting situation. So, you know, there's just, there's, kids are going to be kids, but we as parents have to learn to respond quickly and correctly and calmly to them with discipline and training. So I hope that helps you guys today. We're going to pray over you. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you so much for these mamas. And I thank you, Lord, that um, you just help us, Lord, that as we go about our, our days, that we're able to um, do what your word says and, and train up our children in the way that they should go. Father, we know that foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but we know, Lord, that um, the rod of correction and discipline drives that far away, Lord, that you called us to train our children. So I just pray for the strength to do that. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to find our peace, find our calm so that we can do it in a calm manner, but also um, discipline them the way that they need to be disciplined so that they, so we can drive out that foolishness, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.